Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, this is Jeff Zog from the Dad Awesome Podcast. I love the Crazy Cool Family, and specifically, I hopped into Basecamp. All of these resources, the video resources, the specific guides that let me put the names of my daughters and my wife, and just showing me visually, hey, am I making progress? What areas can I attend more to? So I'm so thankful. I want to encourage you guys to hop into Basecamp, sign up, dive into those first intro videos. It's been so helpful for my family. Hello to the Crazy Cool Family Nation, Crazy Cool Family World, Don and Suzanne with you here. Hello, Suzanne. (laughs) Hello, Don. I want to say the Crazy Cool Family people. (laughs) Yes, Crazy Cool Family posse. All our people. Yep. Hey, welcome. We are in the Fight for Family series, and we just continue to get such awesome feedback from people going, yeah, I want to go fight for family. Yeah, thanks for inspiring us to fight for family. Are you hearing that too, Suzanne? Yeah, I am. And there's so many topics that have come up. I feel like we could talk about this forever. (laughs) Maybe we will. Yeah, maybe we will. (laughs) But today, um, we're going to talk about something that Don and I, we were on a walk and we were talking about what are some of the things we're fighting for as a family? What are some of the things we have fought for in our family? What are some of the things we would like to encourage you guys out there to fight for in your family? And I think, you know, we think we thought about certain beliefs. So as your family grows up, I mean, we've been doing this 30 years. As your family grows up, you start to adopt beliefs. And hopefully, now sometimes those beliefs can be negative or detrimental, but hopefully you are studying the scripture and you're going to right. church and you're you know, in your word Grounded and you're, and you're, in, and you're in your small group or whatever, and you are finding beliefs that are awesome to, and you want to change into. And we're like, well, what were some of those? And, and a couple of things we always talk about with family is, is that when you do things, when you do good things, when you do, when you believe things and then do them consistently, yeah, that's where you start to get the reward in this game because it's a long-term, it's a long-term and it doesn't have to be perfect, but when you point down a direction and you put your beliefs in a certain direction, then you start to get the, over time, you get the benefit of, of a wonderful life, family, and all that. And I love the word consistency. Um, I don't know that I do it really well. Don's the one that's way more consistent than I am. But to think about the word consistency, that's to hold together, you know, to have a like a steadfast adherence to the same principles. I just see like a, a holding together, and that's what consistency does, especially as we're talking about consistency and beliefs. And so beliefs are something that moves us forward. It's our vision. But as we do it each each day, it's what holds our family together. It's what holds our relationships together. Yeah. And see, I'm going to push back a little on Suzanne a little bit on this because she said Don's so much better at consistency because I think, and I want to clarify your definition there a little bit, because I think Suzanne is super consistent and, and I'm going to tell you why she, she's not, you know, Suzanne would tell you that, you know, she kind of goes throughout her days. She's not a super structured person, super, or, and that's what I think we talk about when we think consistency. Free flowing. Yeah. I think we think about that somebody who's consistent is organized and disciplined. And systems. I do think about that. Yeah. But it's, I don't think that's not what I'm saying when I say consistent. I think Suzanne, you've been super consistent in your belief systems. Yeah. Like for example, one of the things we were talking about is one of our beliefs is that relationships are valuable. 
Well, you have been consistent. I mean, you might be at this relationship over here and this relationship over here or whatever, but always in your life, relationships have been valuable. And so our family has benefited tremendously because relationships are valuable to you. Right. And so that's an example. So it doesn't matter. I want you to, I just wanted to stick on that point for a minute because I don't care what your personality style is. I don't care what your Enneagram type is. I don't care where you are, what you're doing. You can believe things consistently. Well, here's what happens. We do believe things consistently. Right. And we act on those beliefs. So it's like, and we just start thinking about what are some of those beliefs and, and how have we, you know, that have really helped shape our family? And what are some of those things that, and how have we done them consistently? Mm-hmm. You know, relationships mm-hmm. are valuable is, is one of them that, you know, we will stop and pursue relationships. I mean, you better than me almost always, but it's like we value relationship in our family. You know, a, another one is just that um, believing that our kids are going to turn out great. You know, that flipped in me because I was super nervous about that as a young dad always wondering, always fearful my kids were not going to turn out well. And just God and you, Suzanne, just kind of flipped that belief. And so, and I believe it has an impact. I believe how we believe about things influences what actually happens in our life. Yeah, that's true. And I, I mean, I think about that, that those two kind of go hand in hand that I knew, like I believed our kids were going to turn out okay because we had a great relationship with them. And so as I looked out on the families that had great families that maybe didn't even believe in Jesus, but they had great relationships, then their kids turned out okay. But the families that said they really believed in Jesus and they really, they went to church all the time, but they had bad relationships, then those, then they pushed their kids away, pushed their kids away, pushed their kids kids away from God and didn't turn out okay. Exactly. And so I think that the belief that relationships are valuable will lead to the, or I guess solidify, make, or strengthen our kids are going to turn out okay i mean and i would even push back on that and say our kids are going to turn out great i mean they're going to be amazing they're going to be we would say mighty men and women of god they were going to be you know a holy nation a royal priesthood that's what we would say to our kids that's who you're called to be well and that's so fun because once you believe something that's what you talk about Mm-hmm. You know, if you believe something's going to happen, that's what you're going to say to your kids. It, it just, it spills out into your life. And so that's how consistency happens. I think consistency happens more due to the level and the depth of belief than yeah. it does if you're organized or, or disciplined, you know, because yeah, if you good. really believe something, you're going to go after it and you're going to, and you're going to tell that to your kids, whatever that belief is. And those beliefs become the building block of your family where your foundation is built on. Yeah. I mean, another one might be just telling our kids to do their best in everything that they encounter, mm-hmm. you know, that they, we never go weak into anything, you know, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes that means, you know, a lot of times another belief would be that relates to that is to we serve rather than look to be served. Yeah. You know, that we would we would go into a situation going, how can we serve in this situation rather than look at And somebody taught us that, you know, we were taught that growing up, but also, you know. It, well, leave it better than you found it. I mean, that was one of those things that we just believed that if you walked into a place, then you were going to clean up after yourself and anybody else along the way, you know. So yeah. how can we help the situation, yeah. you know, and, and then like when we went into the church, 
we didn't go in looking to what we could take from it. We did. We got a lot out of it. But we looked to see how could we jump in and serve. And then what happened over time is our kids started jumping in and serving. They saw the example of mom and dad doing it. And it's like, well, of course we're going to serve because that's what we do. And we started to, that belief system started to take root in our family. Well, I mean, and even with that right there, just the serving at the church, I just think that that, you know, us us serving while maybe in the moment it helped the church, but in the long term, it it built our family, it built our kids, it built their purpose on, and uh, from kingdom on this side of heaven. It, it, it said who they were. And so that's what we believed. We believed that, 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 that the minutes that we were living right now are not near as important as what we're living for that makes sense it's not what we're doing it's it's who we're doing it for that's what we believe was most important so that's why serving church serving at church became so valuable not because of doing it but because of who we were doing it for yeah so as you're walking around you know doing laundry right now or driving in your car whatever you're doing (laughs) listening to this podcast cleaning up after babies yeah working out or whatever it is think about like what are the belief systems in my family? Mm-hmm. You know, what are they and wh- how are you acting on those? And, and what do you want your belief systems to be? You know, beliefs are, you know, they're just things that we believe. And yeah. so, and we, and where do we, where do we come out of those? We come, we, we get them through, uh, you know, we get them through the church. We get them through our, our, the people we're around. We get them through God's word. And so what is it that you want your beliefs to be? And so one of the places I think that our beliefs have changed radically over the last three decades is our marriage. And so we always believed that we were not going to get a divorce. Like we walked into it believing we are not going to do that. I come from a divorced family and we just, we just, that was not going to be an option for us. But I do think that along the way we have learned to believe different things about each other. I think that those first 10 years, we, I believe that Don needed to be more like me and he wanted, I mean, you wanted me to be more like you think, you know, I'm a feeler. He's a thinker. I'm an internal processor. He's an external processor. And so all those differences we wanted to change the other person but now fast forward and now we're thinking now we believe that wait a minute he's for me we found out how exhausting that is <laughs> yeah and it doesn't work <laughs> you cannot how, change what god yeah, has made <laughs> and how mad you get at me when i try to change you into me yeah and how incapable you are of being yeah, me yes, and i'm exactly. grateful for that but it, so now we the one of the one of our beliefs that we have that we've been told to have and chosen to believe and remind ourselves often is that I'm for you. I'm on your side that, that I want what's best for you, that I believe what's best for you, that I, I want to understand you help me understand. Well, and even going so far as to say our job as mates is to bring out the best in the other person. And that's a radical change for me. I mean, not that I didn't want, not that I wanted to bring out the worst (laughs) in Suzanne before, but I mean, but it was, you know, oh, if only she'll see things my way, then I, the the belief change over time has been, oh, if, if she'll only see things my way, then she'll get it right. Instead of, wow, how she's a very different person than me. How can I make help her to be her best? Well, and, which and could look it, radically different than the way yeah. I would approach situation, and then even relishing the fact that it's different. Yeah, yes, relishing the fact that it's different, and then instead of me saying, "Just Lord, help him to see it my way," or "Help him to be like me," or it is now help me to see it his way. Help me to understand, you know, so that I can see it. I can see it from his perspective, and so it's. 
it's a beautifully changed belief system. So I just want to encourage you that if you realize as you're taking inventory of what you believe, that there's a belief in there that you don't, that you're like, wait a minute, I don't like this belief. I don't agree with this belief. I don't want to do this belief. This belief is not best for my relationships. Then guess what? You can change them. I mean, we have, we're walking proof. We've changed them. Yeah, and it's had a huge impact on our marriage too. Well, another one I think of a lot is um, that we made a, a vow, if you would, a, a, a belief that our kids would be best friends, and that was radical to us because you know it was early in our in our parenting life, maybe the, in the first several years, but we just said, hey, we believe in this, and and we believe in it so strongly. There, there's some I, I can't. There's only a few things I can think of that we really drew a line in the sand and said this is something we're going to make happen in our family. I mean, obviously it involved in church was one of them, but, but the siblings as best friends thing was something that we decided was very important to our family. And there's so many, and, and moms, you know, this, if your kids are fighting with each other, you know, how much the uh, environment and the atmosphere of your home is interrupted and how there's, there's tension there. And I mean, it's toxic. It, it is. And you don't, when, when the person that the, if the, there's two people that are mad at each other and when they're in the same room, then you feel that tension and you want to fix it. The mama bear and you wants to fix it. And so that was, as Don said, one of those belief systems that we believed that they could be best friends, that they would be best friends. And I think that the, one of the great things about that one as an example for families or for parents and marriages is that it's one we talked about. And I can remember having the conversations of, you know, man, that's pretty radical to think your kids really are not just not fighting. And so now, you know, today we'll tell parents, we have a whole course on it in base camp. We highly recommend you go in there and watch it um, because we've gone from where our belief is, is that, oh, not that they won't fight, but that they will invest in each other, that they will pursue each other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, and it took, it's taken a long time because, and, and it's been a big fight, but now we get the reward of that, of that battle because it's true. You know, our kids really do invest in each other. They love each other. They get along together. They have a lot of fun together, but it wasn't easy. And sometimes when you have those beliefs, sometimes it's cool to get those beliefs together and then fight together for something. And, and, you know, eventually for us, we finally got our kids to be on board, the older daughters, and they started to Mm -hmm. now invest in the younger ones and and then became an upward spiral in our family. Yeah, that's definitely one of those things that is a must. I mean, it's a it's a must. It, 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 It has to be. Um, I, because I just believe, and, and we told our kids this all the time, that God put us under the same roof for a reason. He's got things that he wants to show us and teach us with all the different relationships. And so for you to, for us to resist those relationships is to go against what God has for us, God's best for us. And so our kids embrace that. And so to me, it feels odd for them not to be best friends. And when I talk to a mom and she says, yeah, my kids fight all the time. I remember when my kids fought all the time, but I see the light at the end of the tunnel. And so if you don't see the light, then like Don said, go to the course, go to the siblings as best friend course and get encouraged and get some tools to work on that because it will radically change the relationships in your home. And 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 it becomes such a blessing. So again, just be thinking about what are your beliefs? What, what do you want to, what do you follow? Think about maybe what are the three things you'll fall on your sword for that you would, you would die for in your family? Um, you know, one of the things that we, we were just kind of going down memory lane as we were preparing for this podcast, because 
it really is just brought up a lot of great memories. That the, oh, remember when we when we learned that? You know, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like for example, I was talking to somebody today, and I can remember a mentor of mine. Now this is a little bit off the subject; it's related to my personal walk with God. But he gave me a cassette tape. I'll tell you how long ago it was on grace, and a guy named John Lynch, and he said he had a, it was a sermon on grace, and for the first time in my life, it really opened my eyes to how God loved me unconditionally. And it was like, wow, you know, just marker moments like that. You know, one of the things we remember is um, is really being challenged uh, to follow church leadership even when the le- every, we, even when everybody else is bailing. You know, we, we were um, in, ch- we, we've been at the same church for 30 years. Well, we've been through some ups and downs of church and Yet it's been such a huge blessing that we've been at the same church for 30 years or almost 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember us, I remember there being a time when we were like, well, should we leave like everybody else is leaving? And, and I would just remember God saying, you're, you're not following a man. You're following me. You know, listen, where, where do I have you? Where am I putting you? And that goes into a whole nother belief of not just being a part of the church, but also believing that God is good and that he's in charge and that he speaks to us and that he has things to say and he has a place for us to stay. And he did tell us to stay at the church. Yeah, he he of, never gave us an exit plan. Well, and one of those beliefs that God put in our lives was to pursue unity. And when we had the belief that we should pursue unity rather than you know, allow discord to get into our lives, we became reconciling people and we saw the leadership and gave them the benefit of the doubt. And we were so rewarded in that as, you know, those leaders are still some of our best friends and, right. and, and, and we've been rewarded. And now, you know, when we, uh, when, when you've been at a church for a long time, you, you get the reward of that too. And all the blessings that comes from investing deeply in things. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings up another belief is that we've, we've believed in investing deeply in things. And we've, you know, we've, we've done, we've invested deeply in, in, uh, our family in the church and in um, in life here in our community and um, man it's amazing what happens when that when that happens as well yes Donna's very loyal <laughs> <laughs> you are too <laughs> and so yeah so I wanted to like some of the things that we were even thinking about is in in the going back to the believing that God is good there was some different little in our in our lives we had the opportunity to choose to see that God is good and Don and I's first baby that we conceived I actually miscarried the baby was fully formed and its little heartbeat stopped beating and we were completely devastated and I remember thinking okay God what are you doing here what is this and what if Don and I can't have any babies I mean what if Molly's the only baby that we're going to have and oh my goodness we're going to you know smother her because Don and I are both so fully intense and um, I just remember God being there and he's like I've got you I've little got, did we know uh, yeah I've got, <laughs> I've got a life for you I've got I've got babies for you I mean I just remember him being there and me never being mad at him and I know that sometimes when things happen in life we can we can be mad at God and God can handle it he's a he's a big God but know that he's for you and that's one of the things we believe that God's for us he he, he wants what's best for us he sees us he sees our heart um, I mean, and sure enough, six babies later, you know, yeah. he did, he did take care of that for us. Think about that, parents. If you have beliefs like God is good, He is good to you. He wants the best for you. He wants your kids to be awesome. He 
wants great things for you. You know, wants your marriage. Yeah, remember in Matthew he says, you know, which of you, if your son asked for a piece of bread, would give him a stone or whatever that says in the Sermon on the Mount? I mean, how much more would your heavenly Father give Mm -hmm. good gifts to those who love Him? And you know, it's like. Oh, it's like in Jesus is like, come on, dude, Mm -hmm. can you not just, I mean, it's like, hello, you know, would you grasp how much your father loves you? Yeah, our pastor said something at church the other day. We're doing a whole series on the Holy Spirit. And he said that, you know, that we look at that God is the main one. Jesus is the nice one. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit's the weird one. (laughs) And I think that, I mean, for us, we believe that God was good and God was for us. And we believe that Jesus came and died for us. I mean, that's our belief. We believe that he sacrificed. That story is true. It's real. It's not a story. That That he was crucified, died, rose again and is sitting at the right hand of God waiting for us. And we believe in the Holy Spirit, that he's our helper. I mean, and we, we taught our kids those beliefs, I mean, to their core that Molly and I were um, on a road trip up to Arkansas this weekend. And she said, mom, you know, when is John Stickles, is our pastors talking about the Holy Spirit? I'm like, come on, come on, tell us, you know, and all of my friends around me are texting me. All right, Molly, calm down, calm down. <laughs> she said, because I never thought of the Holy Spirit as the weird one. I have always just thought of Holy Spirit as the one that's with me. And so once again, parents, it's like, what do, what do we believe? Because what we believe are what we're teaching our kids and it's what they're going to believe. And one of the things we found over three decades of parenting is, I mean, those beliefs, your beliefs influence your children and that your choices of beliefs really do influence your circumstances, that it's, it really does have an impact that I even think, it, and, and we even think it has an impact. You know, the Bible talks about how it has an impact in the spiritual realm. It has an impact that we don't even see that there is, we almost create an energy mm-hmm. that, that has a, it has a, a, a positive vibe, if you will, a spiritual vibe, how a spiritual, whatever that is. But, you know, it, you know, the, the scripture talks about that. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. Right. We're fighting against the powers that be. Well, you know, when you believe things, it's just infectious. It, it, it's infectious in both ways. It's, you know, your, your negative beliefs will, and it's not a power of positive positivity or anything like that. It's more about just believing God's good. Oh my goodness. I just had an example while you were thinking about that. So my um my mom and my dad they were were alcoholics and they were went to happy hour and they believed that to have a good time you had to have alcohol or to relax you had to have alcohol or to be your true self you had to have alcohol and so i wanted the opposite of that for our family and so i showed we showed we raised our family that to be your true self is doesn't involve alcohol, you know, to, to relax doesn't, you don't need alcohol at all to do that. You can go be in God's nature. You can take a deep breath. You can listen to worship music. There are ways for you to relax that you don't have to have alcohol. And so I love it that you brought up that we could have negative beliefs and they, and that's what drives us. Or we could have positive beliefs or we could take our negative beliefs and turn them into the positive beliefs. Oh yeah. And that's so powerful. And sometimes that's really life-changing but really hard to do Uh, and so so, you know and and we and so here's what happens is is that well and and i think so much is about what we believe determines what we do yeah and so if you're doing things that and and if you're and also this applies to your kids if you're doing things or your kids are doing things and you're like what in the world why am i doing this why do i keep doing this if you go back to the belief and you'll ask god to change the belief in you 
that puts you on the road to being able to change things in your life and in your family. That's why we keep asking you to say, hey, what are your beliefs? Mm-hmm. And what are you doing? What, 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 is, what are you believing? And how are you acting on them? Because that's the key to those beliefs, the consistency, just doing things again, not like they're not, you don't have to be so disciplined. That's great. But just what do you believe in? And I'm going to continue to believe that in spite of what the circumstances are. You know, what if, what if your beliefs dictated your circumstances rather than you let your circumstances dictate your beliefs? Oh, and I remember Don telling me that early in marriage and me just being so caught up in the circumstances, so caught up in them and him encouraging me, no, look past the circumstance, look past being hungry, look past being tired, you know, <laughs> impossible look, for her. <laughs> look past, I was pregnant all the time. Yeah, I was yeah. constantly hungry and tired, but look past that. And what is, what's the bigger, higher picture? What are you believing? What do you want to happen here? Yeah, I was just telling her, you know, I'm I'm going through a little bit of a rough time right now with with some a, a situation that I have, at, and I was telling her how I can believe that things are going to happen for the good, and I can believe that God's in it, and but what I'm struggling with is having joy in the circumstances, and so but the scripture says that consider it joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith in James produces perseverance, basically, and I'm like. Wow, I want to change that belief. I want to have joy. I'm doing pretty good because I'm believing God's best and He's going to get me through it. And it's all, and and, and it's not going to, I'm not going to suffer harm and it's all for my good. But there's that one belief that's really hard to get to for me. And so I'm praying about that right now. Uh, And I'm going, God, how can I have joy in? in even in the trials yeah and believe in the scripture that god can bring that so as we wrap it up you know i hope this has been an inspiring podcast as we're going through fighting for family just mm-hmm. believing and and really yeah, fight for what you believe fight for your beliefs yeah it's yeah and watch your family and just watch it manifest itself over time parents kids whoever's listening to this it's a long-term game mm-hmm. and and you know i get parents so often as well i want to see something different and then they come back two weeks later and say well it, nothing happened i'm like dude okay <laughs> we got to invest in your beliefs over time to make them happen and so find out what those are and we encourage you to go after your godly beliefs and watch god over time make a big change in your life got any parting words honey no, just this the joy of the Lord is, you know, your strength. It's who you're going to believe in. It's who you're going to focus on. Go have some crazy beliefs, parents, and go exercise on crazycoolfamily.com.